Hey, everybody. Today we talk about Eddie Murphy's starring role in Groundhog Day, Vanilla Ice, and reading your Bible. It's Holy Ramblings. Welcome to Holy Ramblings, a podcast about the important and often humorous reality of living a Jesus-focused supernatural life. Welcome back. Welcome back. I'm Thomas. <laughs> and I'm John T. And this is Holy Ramblings, where we ramble yeah. and... And ramble. Holy? I, well, I mean, we are holy. We are holy and anointed. Well, no, wait, hold on. That's the worship song. Holy and anointed. That's Jesus. That's not the tune. <laughs> That's so the tune, says the worship pastor, criticizing my... This is why I never joined Was your what? team. This is why I never joined your team. Uh, yeah. Hopefully yeah, everyone's had a great couple of weeks. Thank you for understanding our technical hiccup. Yeah, we just didn't do it. So yeah. we we looked at it and we're like, us. "Nah, bro. No, <laughs> nah, we are bro. free in Christ. Life to live. <laughs> we are free in Christ. We ain't gonna do that. No, not today. Not no today. chains. No chains holding me down. No respect. I am no longer a slave to podcasting." <laughs> I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, no, uh, yeah. Th- so thank I you bet. for understanding, though. Um, Johnny, anything interesting it, today in recording um, is Groundhog Day. Uh, I think this actually goes live tomorrow, which is fun. But uh, uh, that is unless I wake up listening to Sunny and Share, and uh, all of today is just on repeat. I mean, did you wake up listening to Sunny and Share today? Because otherwise. Then it won't be sunny and shiny. I mean, this is the third day in the loop, but I'm I'm thinking this will break it. I, I you know, I was really altruistic this time. <laughs> well, I think that's... Uh, that's that's what we learned from that movie. If you're curious, we're talking about Groundhog Day, the movie. Uh, Bill Murray. Not Billy Crystal. Uh, I mean, that would be Murphy. hilarious. No, not Eddie Murphy either. Come on, brain. <laughs> I just, Dyslexic I, brain, give me all the wrong actors. I just told you, but you talked over it. Which I... <laughs> Talk over everything. No, it's um, Bill Murray. Bill Murray. Thank you. I did. I like <laughs> loosely heard you. It just like bounced off my brain because it was like Billy Murphy. 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 <laughs> I'm like, that would be a very different movie. Actually, I'm not going to lie. Might be awesome. <laughs> but um, my the movie yeah. with Bill Murray. Billy Crystal. <laughs> I know. I almost said it again. Um, it, he repeats the same day for no apparent reason. Uh, it's unexplained in the film. I mean, I feel like if you haven't seen it, you should. I mean, it was released in the 90s? Uh, maybe, 90s. Or maybe late 80s. No. Like it was, it's not a new movie. If this is a spoiler for you, then that's on you. Um, but basically <laughs> yeah. the movie ends when uh, he, he st- st- stops being selfish uh, and uses his infinite time loop because he's repeating the same day, uh, to do the best he could possibly do. He helps some old lady, uh, you know, in her flat tire. He He's nice to the guy. He saves oh, so He works for a church. <laughs> he, uh, he doesn't get paid. Yeah, he works for a church. Um, <laughs> Everything feels on repeat. No. Uh, <laughs> is it Sunday again? Uh, 93. 1993. 1993. Johnny, I'm, I'm going to... Yes, that you were young at 93. <laughs> I'm so confused what went on in your brain because you had a lot more to like, say. I was like, I don't want to say exactly how old you are. I I really don't want to say exactly how old I, I am. Okay. Uh, yeah, I was a couple years old. 
I am to, the highlighter. To be precise. You're the highlighter. Yeah. <laughs> another the highlighter another great old movie that maybe <laughs> So if you didn't know we ramble and this is this is that. Yeah, um, this is the show. If you tuned in <laughs> to hear something cohesive, uh just wait till the end. We eventually clarify. Uh, kind of. But um yeah, I mean, in terms of today, we're going to talk about... So I'm, I'm posing a question. You're posing a question. I'm posing yes, a question. Yes, Dante. Yes, I will. Wait, what are we talking about? Yeah. No, you got that right. Uh, will you go to prom with me? Um, <laughs> is this... Is this? What was the... Do you remember the big trend like that was on the internet of people doing super lavish like promposals? Yeah, this whole thing has been leading up to this. Like the whole... like. Four me seasons taking a job at Christchurch, like <laughs> the whole me getting married to Emma, like it's just all been it's leading up to this the long game. moment, very long game. This magic moment. Uh, so um, I'm sorry, rambling. Right, rambling is what we do so well. What is the question? <laughs> this is extra rambling, by the way. <laughs> this is super rambling. This is we're making oh. up for last week's lack of rambling. Oh yeah. All right trying to sound very smart i'll put the glasses on i thought you were going to snap and sing it to bible or not to bible that is the question hear me out i'm i'm why (laughs) (laughs) hey out of curiosity you know we're christians right like yeah i know and why don't we just like take an opportunity to lay down that judgment for just one second? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hold on, I'll lay down that judgment while I pick up my giant King James Bible. <laughs> um, All right, I will let you clarify your question. All right. Ish. Let me cl- let me clarify. Like I read a while ago about a nun. Who you weren't reading um, the actual Bible? You were just reading something else. <laughs> I was reading. I was reading something that's not the Bible. It that had done. This is it. where I've gone wrong. <laughs> so What's, actually, can we back up? Were you just watching the movie The Nun? And you just I haven't seen the movie The Nun. Is it? No, it, it looks scary. I'm. I'm not. Oh, old it's a horror to watch film. Scary movies. I presume it just looks scary. Not that bad. It's actually about. <laughs> it's like it's like Sister Act Three. That is scary. <laughs> By the so, way, please don't go see The Nun thinking it might be Sister Act 3. Thomas has said, go see The Nun, it's Sister Act 3. Whoopi, I don't think she makes it. i got to be honest, Whoopi Goldberg in The Nun? Seriously, like my brain is enjoying that thought deeply. Eddie Murphy, so, Groundhog Day, Whoopi Goldberg <laughs> in The Nun. I'm just recasting everyone. I'm trying to I'm trying to rein you back. I don't care. Good luck. So man. look, all right, here's... here's you and everyone here. else. <laughs> so... So I read this thing a while ago about this nun who loved reading the Bible because when she was young, uh, she was away from her parents who were missionaries and the only contact she had with them, which I'm only finding this out that, you know, fairly recently that this is something that happened a lot, but the only contact she had with them was through letters and she lived with her grandparents. Um, a letter that's, um, that's like a, like a long email. Right. It's an email that um, somebody's employed to go and hand to somebody else. Oh. Fascinating. Hey, is that what the guys in red? Like the people who are dressed in red uh, and walk up and down the street doing? Sometimes. Occasionally. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Uh, no, we support you guys. Careful, um, <laughs> we support you. We support you. We do. So, we do. Um, but so she she then talks about how she loved the Bible because for her, from her parents, she got her parental love through written word. And so then when you read the okay. Bible, it's the same kind of written word that you, you are, you're experiencing the same sort of love. Now, as a kid that grew up on The Simpsons, TV was my, my family. Um, still is. <laughs> so so when, I, when I throttle your neck and say, come here, boy, that, that really just touches your heartstrings. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to leave it in. Right. So the I've just got nothing now. Um, so my question is, so there's someone that, you know, I, I hate reading books. Like I can listen to stuff. That's fine. Um, and, and both of us are neurodiverse. So like I, I can appreciate that at least. What on, did you on, call me? <laughs> you heard me. Uh, maybe we should do a neurodiver- neurodivergent or neurospicy episode sometime. But uh, oh, we, are, we, we are diverse in our neurons. Yeah, I mean, I'd agree to that. No yeah. ones are different, but um, so I, I, I struggle to read the Bible. Like, I find it really hard. And I remember hearing this other guy say that, you know, it's it's not about how many scriptures you know; it's how many you live out. Which I also agree with, you know. And and so I, is that the way? Yeah, it was. No, it I was, mean that makes sense. I'm just trying to figure out if I want to agree with it or not. But you're allowed to disagree. I will, dang it. <laughs> so my question is, if if it's very hard... Uh, Where how much... the pause? Back that up. <laughs> no. uh, I will, dang it. <laughs> so look, if it's... I, I'm not necessarily coming into this with, this is what I'm doing. And I'm, I'm not necessarily coming into this saying... I I'm, think not, I'm not actually telling people I'm not reading the Bible, just in case people might be asking. I'm <laughs> but, saying that I might not be. It's a very scary place to say it, though, because... With the internet? As, no, because people... The Christian internet. Christians feel like you, if you're not, you should be judged. And, or at least, I, I, I'm not going to say, actually, that as a blanket Christian says, but I think for the majority, people... It's easy to, yeah. to do, <laughs> good Christians will judge you. Um and it's a, I think it's a really interesting one because I think if a lot of people are very honest, I'd be on, I'd be really interested to know how many people actually read their Bibles, how many people could tell you scriptures, or yeah, you know, and and you know, yeah. I I think it's a it's quite a, sometimes quite a sensitive subject to to walk along, and I don't think anyone. I think I think if you were to talk, ask the majority of people who find it hard to read the Bibles, if they wish they like could just know it more i think they would say yes but i think it's the actual a lot of the time it's the act of getting that like re actually sitting down and reading it is very yeah. can be very tough and that's why i think there's a couple levels that i'd love to uh, like peel back on that because there is the level that reading is tough right like just so me, like i said me and you we're you know spicy we both find reading challenging absolutely um then there's, then there's people a lot like your story that uh, maybe don't have a deep connection to the written word. Um, but then with scripture specifically, there's also a place where clearly it's a battleground. Right? Yep. Like, and so there's all those things happening in a lot of people at the same time. Um, so like th- there might be 
there might be two questions that I want to find how we're asking them. One, do you have to read the Bible? Good question. And two, the other question is, um, do you have to like know the Bible? Right. Like one is like specifically like the Bible is a written document. Do you have to sit there, open the pages and read it? Or can I do audiobooks or find other ways to? Um, and then the other side is, can I live my Christian life without it? I think those are two very good questions. And I think it's very easy to not understand that there is two questions always actually within this kind of whole topic. Yeah. Because um, I think it's, it, you're right. It's an interesting one because it is a battleground it is spiritually it is a fight and um and i mean that's what i tell most people whether i was a youth pastor or or lead pastor i was telling people who would be like hey i find reading my bible tough i was like that's probably a great confirmation of something don't you think um like it's really not that complex of a book i mean it is pretty complex of a book but like (laughs) Like, these are people who might not be neurodivergent and actually just like reading. And they're like, I just find it tough to find the time to read my Bible. And I'm like, but you'll scroll through TikTok for like six hours. And so it's like, oh, this isn't this isn't about reading. This is about Mm. the battleground for what we fill our hearts with. So that's that is one thing we can get to that as well. Um, Because it's it's, like you said, it's a spiritual battle. The enemy doesn't want you reading your Bible. Absolutely not. The enemy wants to convince you it's the most boring, awful thing, and you can live perfectly happy without knowing what God says for your life. Leave it on the shelf. Let it get dusty. Yeah. Who needs an elf up there? I got like 16 Bibles. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, help us. (laughs) I am. But I think, you know, I think there's there, you know, you know, we jump. Ah, I'm going to stay on that for a second, actually. To Timothy. Okay. There's two Timothys. Two Timothy 3.16. All scriptures breathed out by God. All of it. <sighs> and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, for training in righteousness. You know, like, it, it, it's big. It's, a, there's a, yeah. there's, it's weighty. It is weighty. And, yeah, I think to discount the fact that the and ignore the spiritual element is 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 a big mistake i think on top of that you've got and and this this is probably actually a lot of it my my root of where i've really struggled reading the bible in the past is i've always had this massive internal pressure that if i'm not reading the bible and finding something we've been friends for so long but but, that yeah. was that was actually not under pressure. That ended up being Ice Ice Baby because I added the extra notes. Sorry about that. My mistake. I I will forgive you in time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but look, so I think so. I I would read it being like, oh, I need to I need to find this new revelation. Um, relev, re, you know, revelation. <laughs> I was like, if I said that word right, renovation. I need to find a renovation. Um, <laughs> Don't we all? And, and Lord, I would have this massive... renovation. Actually, you know what? That might work. You could probably get away with a worship song. I, I could get away I'd with that. that. That would be my new album. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's interesting because I think we, you know, as a kid that's grown up doing Bible studies, you know, there was, I always felt this pressure that if I'm not reading something and being able to kind of figure it out and 
have this amazing truth out of it as opposed to just being able to have enjoy reading it i was doing something wrong and i think i think i want i'm intrigued as well how many people have that internal pressure of you know am i getting what i need out of this am i um am, am i clever enough to read the bible i mean that is that is a genuine question I mean, that's that's i can understand that one because a lot of people are like but what what happens if i don't like understand some super super deep context or or like you said what happens if it's just something i've read before and it I, like i i it's reassuring sure but it's not new it's um it's i mean for me um it it says in hebrews that uh, um the word of god is active and alive right and so in, in a place where um, I might read the same thing over and over again, someone actually asked me this week, have I read the whole Bible? I think it was one of my kids. I was like, yeah, uh, though, though some of it then I've read more often than other parts. <laughs> like I didn't go – I haven't gone back to, to Chronicles in years. Um, but but like, yeah, I read like Missing the out. Gospels a lot and um, like hanging out in Jeremiah right now. Um, but a lot of these things I've read before just out of experience at this point, I've been in full-time ministry for 17, 18 years, 17, um, years. 17 or 80 years. I can't, <laughs> can't remember. Um, <laughs> but like, ideally you'd love to hear that your pastor has read the Bible before. Um, <laughs> if anyone's going to, uh, it should be them. Um, but yeah, I come across them and I, especially, you know, it's an occupational hazard. I might have to preach on this. Do I have something new and exciting and sexy to preach about? Mm. And after a while, for me, I had to go, it's really not what I'm doing here. Like, all right, an example. I moved to London a while ago. You were here. True. Um, for a season, I decided that I was never going to eat at the same restaurant twice. Because there were so many amazing restaurants in London, I didn't want to like waste meals on eating something I've already had. This is an actual like this sounds like the straight up allegory. This is such a true story. Because <laughs> I was like, if it's not interesting and it's not new and it's not amazing, why would I want it? And I was exhausted from <laughs> trying to find new places to the point where I was just like Actually, I think this is an unhealthy viewpoint on food. Food is food. I need it to live. Um, like, I just actually need to be nourished by food. Uh, so it doesn't really matter if it's a peanut butter and jelly sandwich or if it's that new taco place that opened up up the street. I just need to eat something or I will die. <laughs> I feel like that sometimes. And and as, as transparent as this analogy is... Um, <laughs> 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 like that is kind of sometimes what we feel about scripture, I think. And it, it stops us from actually finding a place to eat because to we enjoy. think we need yeah. something new and exciting. What we really just need is to be nourished. It's interesting, isn't it? It's, you take the pressure off to, and you, you, you get, you get to enjoy dun, it. Again. Dun, 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 dun. There we go. Very good. Very good. <laughs> Clever girl. Um, um, but I will say it's not like, I mean, the Bible, first off, if you're going all the way back for, for new Christians or people who are just starting in, the Bible is a weird book because if you start at Genesis, that sometimes is not like as 
that good of a place to start? It's not. Do not start at the beginning. I mean, it's a great place to start, but on the same note, the main character doesn't show up till like halfway through the book. Um, <laughs> like three quarters, it feels like. But, yeah, it's yeah. pretty deep into there. Sixty-six chapters before you get to him. It's weird. Um, but <laughs> he put his sixty-six together. books of the Bible, not chapters. There's a lot of chapters. The Bible's very sure. strange. But I mean. If you're listening to this and you're looking for a great book to read right now, when's the last time you read Hebrews? Hebrews has amazing theology, has great stories to the Old Testament. And as you're reading through, just go, hey, why is that there? And then follow it to something else. In most Bibles, they have little things on the side of them that tells you, hey, this Bible verse actually referencing this thing in Genesis that's happened. You're like, oh, Mm. okay. Um, So, yeah, if you're listening to this right now and you're like, I have no idea where to even read. Um, <laughs> try Hebrews. Start there. Uh, it talks he all about Jesus, Hebrews. but it's also in context. So, like, it's great. It's a good place. Um, that that might answer some of the questions about, like, like, do you the kind of idea of reading the Bible in general? Um, but for me, I don't. As a Christian, from my point of view, without judging, yeah. How much, how how little revelation do you want to live off of? Mm. Um, I hope that's a rhetorical question because I don't have the answer to that. <laughs> well, maybe, like for anyone listening, for you, for me, what what's the bare minimum? Like, are we like, oh, and I I can think of three Bible verses. That's probably enough. Um, and so it's not about like reading for reading's sake. No one is really making sure you do it. Um, I don't think. maybe in the Church of England, maybe while you're becoming of England. <laughs> but I, the, I mean, as weird as it sounds, I actually have slowly, but mostly surely, uh, started appreciating daily prayer. Uh, not that I, I, not that I always do it daily. Um, don't tell the Church of England that. But I mean, <laughs> not that I do it publicly daily. But like, oftentimes, I use that as a launchpad to what I'm reading. Because. Hmm. That was kind of the point of it a long time ago was, hey, the people don't know the Bible. They don't even know where to go. Why don't we split it up so people can read a bit every day, which was a great idea. Maybe got lost a little bit in time, but overall kind of like noble ambition. Um, Noble ambition. But in that, for for people who are like, "I'm, I'm already a Christian, how much do I really need? I mean, I guess none, technically. Um, but also all of it, technically. Hmm. Um, and I'm not trying to be obtuse on purpose. I'm just saying, like, do you need to read your Bible? No, you'll still get to heaven. Will you like your time here on Earth? No, you might be confused and lost and not know quite what's going on. But, I mean, like, it's like watching an M. Night Shyamalan movie. <laughs> <laughs> and that is that (laughs) but on the other side yeah if you can fight the battle that goes hey i know that there's someone who doesn't want me to read this and that person that that satan is real and has a real kind of hindrance and wants to put anything that's more interesting in your way if you can fight that battle and go actually there might be something here that i my soul craves to know about the god who loves me i think that's worth the fight but um, 
that's that's kind of my slant as someone who loves the Bible. Like I read it all the time, and I, you know, it's it, it is uh, it is my preferred form of worship. Um, which uh, I get eye roll worship pastor when I say that. Oh my goodness! Um, so, th- so that would be my take. But like John's, and not that no, you I, say something different. It's contrary because we all have different experiences. No, I think it's. But, I think it's. I think you raised a really good. I think it's a great point. But I think. I think the moment, as I said before, I think you take away the stress of it and the pressure of you must be this and realize that the reason you're doing it, the reason you're reading the Bible is not to do talks is not so you can write, uh, what <laughs> maybe <laughs> shouldn't only be that. <laughs> it shouldn't only be, okay. Shouldn't only be for that. It shouldn't only be for, uh, yeah, writing great songs or to, you know, pull out at a party. But you know, the reality is <laughs> it was like a party there. trick. <laughs> Watch me pull a Bible verse out of the air. To love the world, Ta-da! <laughs> but to read it for you and your relationship with with Christ and and having that intimacy with your God through reading the the Word, I think I think that makes the whole process understandable from a dyslexic point of view. <laughs> and, but from the dyslexic point of view, you because you, you said something great there. You said reading the Word. Um, there's not something intrinsically holy about the paper and the ink that's on it and, no. and, and the, the, the using your optic nerves to understand symbols like that's, that's great. And I highly recommend reading. Um, but in this day and age, there's so many good tools that if that's not your thing, like if you find reading hard or it is not how your brain is wired to understand and remember information, there are great tools available to you. Absolutely. And I will tell you this, they are it is more challenging to do that than just to read sometimes. You know what I mean? Like you might have it harder than someone who can do it just by reading it. Someone who could just pick up the Bible and it's like, Oh I love this, it's so great. I just got <laughs> lost in the word and read for sixteen hours. And it's like, uh huh. I got lost in the word and read the same sentence for 16 hours. Does that count? I read for 16 hours. It is one page <laughs> on a small Bible. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. No, I, I mean, this day and age, there's so many apps. There is so many tools. There is so many things. You don't just have to have Johnny Cash read it. I mean, I mean, can recommend it. But, uh, but equally, sometimes that's not also how people's brains work. So I love when I'm feeling low. I love going to YouTube and watching some of the gospels that have been acted out. As so in, like, like actually acted. Yeah. And they're not terrible. Thank God. I'm intrigued. Um, so like I've watched the gospel of Mark and the gospel of John. And I've actually watched the gospel of John a lot. Cause there's like my go-to they're both mm-hmm. on YouTube, but there, there are companies, film companies that did these kind of like verbatim gospel movies. Um, the, the, one of the reasons I like the gospel of John one is because it has Desmond from lost. And what's he lost? I am the way, the truth and the life, brother. Anyone who comes like, I'm like, I'll get lost with you, Jesus. Um, (laughs) actually that is, he does, he does great. So for me, as someone who's, you know, neurodivergent, I I absorbed more. Like I can see it. I can, I can understand it. Um, 
And so sometimes reading it, I can't quite picture it. I can't, I can't wrap my head fully around it. Mm. Um, but use, you use tools that are available to you. Um, the world really is opened through, through the internet to read, to watch, to ask chat GPT if you need to. Uh, but equally, if all of that fails, my encouragement is this start by getting hungry. Start by finding your appetite. Maybe it's mm. listening to a great podcast by two friends who ramble on about things that are holy, funny, and supernatural. Maybe it's watching we a couple sermons uh, on the internet by someone you trust, like a, a minister that you, you trust. And, and find a place where you can start from somewhere. Yeah. You're right? Like, Got to start somewhere. But it doesn't need to look like everyone else. You're not in a, you're not in, you're not in a competition. You're not in a race against anyone. The Lord knows you. He knows how he made you. Can agree more. I think on that one, we went from like really, really rambly to kind of really deep, like laying in that sucker, like beautiful Mariana's trench. You want to know how it is being friends with us? It's like this. And then we <laughs> jump back into and then immediately and someone will say something stupid as soon as we're done recording but look on that i think we've got to wrap up there but maybe yeah, it's not like the close of the episode oh uh, but uh, thomas would you pray for us i would happily pray for us lord i thank you so much for making us us thank you that some of us are readers some of us are listeners. Some of us are people who really enjoy kind of vi visual learning. But Lord, you know how you've made each and every one of us. You see us. And you've given us so many amazing tools to know you. Lord, would you give us a hunger to know you, not just to read our Bibles? Because ultimately, Lord, it's not about being in a book. But it's about meeting the creator of the universe and understanding his heart for us. Lord, that is far greater than any leather-bound edition with gold kind of leaf around the edges because you are our reward. <coughs> so Lord, we, we want to be hungry for you and we want to find ways to draw close to you that work with us, not against us. And Lord, give us the strength to fight against the schemes of the enemy that would keep us away from knowing you. But let us dive deeper into your presence. And we pray this in your name. Amen. Amen. That was fun. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, tune in, uh, in in two weeks' time, uh, where we will be talking about something holy and, and rambling-y. But in the meantime, if you'd like, you can catch us on Instagram. Uh, Instagram. And uh, if you are listening to this, you can listen to these on any good podcasting program. But equally, you could watch it and see our charming faces on YouTube, uh, uh, on the channel Geek Theologian. Um, if you go ahead and Geek. search that, you will find Theologian. us. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, good times. Uh, I hope you all have a great couple weeks. And I, I really hope that tomorrow happens and we don't have to record this all over again. I mean, I don't think that's how that works. I mean, if it's Groundhog Day, it is.
And on that note, <laughs> one of them has to record it over again. The other wouldn't know. <laughs> on that note, we'll see you later. Hopefully, see you later, guys. Ciao, 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 ciao. <laughs> ciao, ciao. <laughs>